Hello, peoples. This is Charlotte from Competev. I have recorded a podcast today four times now. This is my fourth one. I have recorded one that was sad. I have recorded one that was tired. I have recorded one that I needed to do jumping jacks and figure out what my spot was going to be. Today is supposed to be about health. And the reason why it's taken me so many tries is because Charlotte Larson here has never done anything like this before. And it is intimidating. It is a hard thing to do. (laughs) And so this is new. And I can do new. I can do hard things, which I tell everybody around me all the time. So I need to eat my own medicine, right? One of the things that I have been hearing this last week with the new year coming upon us is all of everybody's uh, resolutions, you know. I've also been hearing everybody say, wow, 2019 sucked, you know. And this is something that is kind of common with people that they say with every year in the passing, and I'm guilty of it as well. I think... I'm going to change my mindset this year and say 2019 served me. It was amazing. It had its, it had its rough parts. It really did. It had, had its really hard times, but in all honesty, there were some amazing blessings and lessons that I can take away. Um, that, you know, that my kids will learn from that I can learn from in personal life and and in, and in my business world, I, uh, just to give you a little bit of history, I grew up in Idaho Falls, Idaho, and I was born in a biracial home. My mom is a sweet little Japanese lady that didn't understand English when I was growing up very well. And, uh, she's, she wasn't very social when I was growing up. So as a child, I was taught to practice the piano four hours a day. My intellect was very high. I was very smart, but I was also very, uh, I don't know, it was kind of the outcast. And it wasn't because, you know, she taught me to be that way. It was just because I, I w- didn't have social skills. I didn't know how to uh, be be that kid that, you know, could do everything, right? So I wanted to be part of everything. And I was desperate to be everybody's friend. And, you know, I I stole coins from my mom's purse and fed them to the neighbor kids and tried to pay them to be my friend because I was so desperate to just have a friend. I learned how to play the piano and the piano and music became my vice. And that intellect followed me throughout my life up until last year. Um, I've played with, you know, orchestras. I've played with symphonies. I have had the opportunity to be trained by a gentleman that was, um, I went to Juilliard. I, you know, I have been blessed. I also was classically trained to be a uh, accompanist by a gentleman by the name of Glade Peterson, 
at the Utah Opera Company because my mom is an opera singer. When I was adopted at two days old in this home, I had a, I, I have a brother. He's seven years older than me. I always felt like I was an only child because I, I really didn't have it very much in common with my brother. And that's for another day. But he was very protective of me, but we really didn't have much to do with each other just because we were in different worlds. But I remember always cheering him on and always wanting him to do well. Um, and I remember respecting him. But when he was gone to the Marines, I remember a hollowness. I remember missing him very much. And I have that same emptiness now for music. Um, and I'll explain why. On December 13th, 2018, at 9.03 a.m., I'm going to be emotional. I don't want to be emotional. My life changed in a way that nobody should ever have to be affected. For the good and for the bad. Physically, it has been very, very difficult. I uh, was driving southbound on I-15, and my lane in the fast lane was completely stopped. I was trapped. The lanes on either side of me, the HOV lane and the, the lane next to me, were both going. Um, two cars behind me. He wasn't paying attention and he hit the car behind me at the same time hitting the car in the HOV lane, launching the car from behind me into a diesel truck that was passing me and splitting that diesel truck. And he was 300 yards in front of me on his side. I simultaneously hit the two cars in front of me. Um... I literally can hear the metal crunching, the glass shattering, the tire hitting my roof, the scraping of the metal from his car hitting my car. I can hear, I, it's just so vivid. It's like a Hollywood movie scene. I, I wake up some nights and, and I, I, I can feel myself tremor from it. It's an, it's an incredible feeling. The doctors that took care of me told me that the concussion that I have is called a traumatic brain injury. That they can count that on three sides of my brain, there is only one side of my brain that wasn't affected as much as the other three. So with this traumatic brain injury, it's kind of equivalent to having a soldier be blown up by one of the bombs so I'm just trying to get give you a picture of, of what I went through to kind of shed light on on why what I'm talking about today in in my life there has been the ability to figure out what 
what I can fix and what I can't fix and, and move on. Um, there's been a lot of sadness, abuse, neglect. There's been triumphs, happiness, um, a lot of joy. In, in this accident, I recalled having already broken my neck, um, about 10 years prior and I was really really scared that I had rebroken my neck because I couldn't feel anything from my neck down so a gentleman had come to my car and asked another gentleman to come hold my head in what was my trunk what let me back up my trunk was in my back seat and so the gentleman that was holding my head up for me until the neck brace came was sitting in my trunk on the back seat. My car was completely demolished that I had just purchased two weeks prior. After years and years of sadness and torment of financial ruin from the 2008 market crash. My husband and I had worked for 10 years to get out of debt without having to claim bankruptcy. And we had finally was able to <laughs> buy this car. This car was momentous. The, the issues that were flying through my brain weren't... <laughs> That I was just in a car accident. It was my car is ruined and I am going to hurt the person that hurt me. <laughs> that hurt my car. I was angry at the person that hurt my car. Anyway, when I got out of the car, all I could think of was my car. How trivial is that, right? On a note, I want everybody to go buy a Ford Fusion because the car... It has a sync feature where it, if it's synced in with your navigation, it will call 911 for you and you don't have to. And it will tell people that you are hurt and you don't have to call 911. It will do it for you and tell them your location. And that's just a side note. And that's just, and I think that's incredible. Anyway, back onto why I'm telling you all of this. For the past year, I have gone from unable to walk by myself without aid, feeding myself, bathing myself, dressing myself, putting on the simplest of things. Like, I don't know, even brushing my hair was a challenge. I fell down flights of stairs several times. I wasn't able to brush my hair, wash my hair. I was invalid. My head hurt so bad for weeks. And finally we decided that it was time to hire an attorney and Steve Johnson did an amazing job at finding me the right advocates to help me start putting the pieces together. So I got a chiropractor that, you know, he put, started building me back together and helping me start to be able to walk, talk. I still have this speech impediment that when I get tired, I stutter, but it's not as bad anymore. Um... And his name is Jason Smith and Bountiful. He's incredible. Major OCD guy. Type A personality. Up the yang. Awesome. 
I love him. And I love the type A because I get in, I get out, I'm on time. It's incredible. You don't wait for 50 hours. I love it. Anyway, so brain fog, pain, it was awful. And it's here is a year later. And I'm still dealing with medicine and medicine, migraines every day. These migraines are awful. Taking three different kind of migraine medications, not going to functions because it hurts, literally hurts. I've missed it out on so many life opportunities for my children and for people that I love because I hurt. And that's not me. My life has changed dramatically because of one person's choice to not pay attention on the road. My purpose in sharing this is because my goal for the podcast is to talk about health, right? And in health, my mental health is my goal for 2020. I started talking about all my whys on the last podcast, but I think that that's too broad. I want to narrow it out and say that in 2020, I want to make five goals for every single day and hit those target goals every single day. So I want to read a chapter of a book every day. So there's a good mental health, right? Physical health. I'm going to drink at least two gallons of water every day. And that will cut out the soda because I won't have any room in my water. So there's physical health. I'm going to find 10 minutes of every day to... Huh. The word just left me. Now, all of you are probably screaming at me because you can read my mind. What the flip is it? Uh, when you are totally zen and you are just meditating. Thank you. Thank you for telling me. I'm going to meditate for 10 minutes every single day. So read a chapter, drink water, meditation, The fourth thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to spend time with each person in my family each day. I feel like I have been completely disconnected from my family because I hide in my bedroom with the curtains over the windows and it's completely blacked out in here. I'm actually in my room right now on the floor um, looking around. I spend a lot of time in here hiding because I'm scared of the pain. I'm scared of being triggered for the pain. So I'm going to spend time with my family each and every day. And then five, I'm going to introduce myself to at least five new people every day. I'm going to connect to five people every day. So there's my five. There's a guy that's a social networking guru. Now I can't remember his name. He, he has a magic number of five, and I'm going to tell you who it is in the next podcast, but maybe I can find it right now, but the number five has a lot to do with him. I want, I want you to understand the reason why 
my mental health is so important is because I want to not only become the person I used to be, but I want to become better. And I know that I'm not the only person on this planet that has that desire, that nurturing feeling for myself. So that when I get out of bed, I am a better person. And the devil says, oh my hell, get me away. She's awake, right? I am a force to be reckoned with. What does this have to do with technology? Well, if I'm a force to be reckoned with, there's my stutter. If I'm a force to be reckoned with, then aren't I going to dominate in learning the technology terminology that I need in order to be able to serve those five people that I meet every day? The honest answer that I have for myself and for everybody is that I don't care about the terminology. I really don't. I learned about myself today is that I can do any job as long as I go with the true heart and that my integrity is intact and that I needed to remember that about myself. My integrity is my number one. As long as I go into each sales call and each introduction call with the intent to serve, the intent to listen, and the intent to help not to fix, not to talk over the intent to listen. There's a, there's a saying that I say to myself every single day, especially when I'm fighting with my 19 year old and I know everybody can relate is I have the intent to listen, not to, oh wait, I have the intent to listen, to understand, not to react. So my mental health is my 2020 goal because with that will come my physical health, my emotional health, my inner peace. And I feel my drive building right now as I'm talking to you. I have a goal for 2020. And I'm going to get there. My why is me. And that's it. My mental health. So my fives, and I want to know what your fives are. I would really, really like to know what people's fives are so that we can hold each other accountable. There is no reason why we can't hold each other accountable. Because isn't, isn't holding each other accountable another way of being able to help each other and serve each other? In the technology world, there are so many apps, right? We go into these apps and we have the drink water app where it goes off every 15 minutes or however many times we have that stupid alarm. And that accountability means nothing because you either... Drink, get annoyed, ignore it, shut it off, delete it. It lasts for a little while, but human nature, because it's not human touch and it doesn't have an emotional contact with you, you are not going to be held accountable to it. So be accountable to me and I will be accountable to you. Be my friend. I am on Facebook. I am on LinkedIn. 
message me. I would love to get to know you better. In the technology world, there isn't anything that I know. <laughs> Completely transparent. I don't even know how. I don't know what I don't know, to be honest with you. But I do know this. I have a heart of gold. What you see is what you get. And I will do everything that I can to help. And if you need the shirt off of my back, you have it. And I do know that with that said, Cameron, my boss, is the same way. And he hates that I say that, that he's my boss. The world around you is good. Look for the good in the world. The new year has come upon us, and it's close. I hope all of you have a great, great night. Please call an Uber if you drink. Don't drink and drive. Be safe. Know you are loved. If you are dealt with a hard situation tonight, you can do hard things. There is nobody better than you. Have a great night, world. See you soon. Good night.